Hey guys, it's Mandy. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I wanted to do something unusual with you today on this podcast. Um, I just wanted to share a short scripture and then I want to walk you through an encounter. (laughs) I've never done that before on a podcast, but it's going to be fun. And if you've never been through an encounter, you're going to enjoy this. Um, You never know what's going to happen. But um, I want to just talk to you about going through hard things in life. You know, sometimes we go through some hard stuff, some trials, some some pain. And I know a couple of weeks ago, I got this weird sickness and it was awful because I was supposed to be ministering out of state and I wanted to prepare well. It was a three-day conference and I was just completely not able to be myself. I was completely not well. And uh, it lasted for a long time about a two-week stint that I wasn't well at all. And uh, I didn't find it joyful at all. I didn't find it joyful going through those hard things. Um, It was hard. and uh, But by the grace of God, I really did persevere. And I was able to do the conference, and it was wonderful, and the Lord's grace was on it, and it was amazing. But after I went through all that stuff, I began reading James, and I hadn't read it for a long time, and I want to just share one verse with you that I read, and it says this, consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds. And I read that, and I thought, wow, I should have read that like a few weeks ago, (laughs) because I did not consider it pure joy. I considered it pure awfulness. And, um, so there's a reason why he says we should consider it pure joy. He doesn't say consider it pure joy because God is giving you the trial. He didn't say that. He says something completely different. He says consider it pure joy because something is going to happen inside you if you consider this trial pure joy. And this is what's going to happen. He says the trial, he says because you know that the testing of your faith, first of all, he says the trial is actually testing your faith. It's testing you to see like, are you going to trust the Lord? Like, are you going to just know God is still faithful, faithful to you, like through this trial? And it's testing. It's like putting your faith through a little bit of a test. And then it says, and it's developing perseverance. Wow. So this testing is developing perseverance. Now, I want to just tell you something. I don't know if you know this about steel, but steel is very strong. And um, I could have this slightly wrong. So if you happen to be very technical with engineering and if (laughs) if you're a scientist or whatever you need to have this knowledge, I do not have it. So I'm just going to tell you my little tiny piece of knowledge that I have about steel and when they create these steel structures, um, which they use to make buildings out of, and they, if they want to make very strong steel, they want to build on steel. What they do with it is they take the steel and they put it through fire. And then while it's really, really hot, like they put it through a very, very hot temperature, they'll bend the steel until it's just about to break. And as soon as it feels like it's going to break, they stop bending it and they put it back to its normal place and then they let it cool and then they put it through fire again and they do that multiple times until the steel is so flexible it becomes so strong and enduring and that is the strengthening the testing of our faith when the bible talks about testing our faith it's this 
sometimes it feels like, man, like I'm going through the ringer now. This feels like it's like almost going to break me. And when we go through those things in life, you know, the scripture tells us like, okay, consider it pure joy. <laughs> consider it pure joy because something is happening in you. Like you are developing perseverance. That steel develops perseverance. It's like that steel, it's like, okay, I can bend lower next time. Wow. And next time, wow, I can bend even more. And that steel, when it comes out of that season of testings, man, it is so persevering. I mean, it can endure anything and it just keeps going. And that's what God does in our spirits, our minds, our intellect, our emotions, our faith. He does that inside us while we're going through testing. Now, I'm not saying that God sends trials our way, but we know that life brings trials. And, you know, Jesus said, you know, the rain will come on the righteous and on the unrighteous, but the one will endure and the one will not, you know, and he goes through that whole parable. But in that, there's just that revelation that, okay, life happens to everyone. That doesn't mean we have to accept when bad things happen, we can pray them off us too. So please don't hear that, oh, I'm just going to accept this. This is life. No, like we are created to be victors and victorious and see answers to our prayers. Because, you know, I told you about that sickness. I would still be sick if we hadn't prayed and really had healing and deliverance on my life from that, what I had experienced. So no, God, he doesn't want us to go through this. He doesn't call this into our life. But when we go through it, when we go through living in a world that is broken, we are are actually developing. God will use everything thrown at us to develop us. So there's a big difference. Please do not hear that God is throwing these things at us, but please hear Romans 8.28 when it says, all things work together for those who are called, who love him. Sorry, all things work together for the good of those who love him who are called according to his name. So everything that gets all the rain that falls on you, that falls on the just and the unjust, all the rain falls, the storms. It doesn't mean God is sending the rain. But but here's the thing. Those trials that are coming, God will use them for your good. He will use them to test your faith. He will use them to strengthen you. So much so that sometimes we go through trials and we think, oh, God must have sent that because look at what it did for me. But no, no, God is just so good at taking those things, the all things that come against us and using them to actually build us. And so I want to finish that that verse. So it says there, um, This testing of our faith develops perseverance. And then it says this amazing thing. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So when you're going through a trial, count it pure joy, he says. I mean, that's extreme because you know God is using this thing to complete you, to actually bring you to a type, like a type of maturity that is a completion. Wow, that's amazing to think that, that God can actually do that. He can take something that the devil throws at us to actually complete us and make us whole and mature. And so, but the way we respond to trial is so important because if we respond to trial, not understanding that God is going to use it and God is faithful, 
it can bring discouragement and do the opposite in our lives. So just because we have a trial thrown at us does not mean we're, we're maturing. No, it depends how we address the trial. And that's why um, it's so important to count it as joy and remember, even in the pain, like God is working something in me, even though the enemy is trying to destroy me. God is working in me through this because he promises in Romans 8.28. So I want to encourage you with that. And now I want to just take you through a little encounter uh, with the Lord because I haven't really done this before, but uh, you know, this is great. What I just shared with you is the word of God and it has power to change you if you will receive it with faith. Um, but a lot of times we we receive like the word and it just stays knowledge in our brain. Like we're like, wow, yeah, okay, that's a really good word. Like that really encourages me. But tomorrow, like we're like, oh, what what was that word? <laughs> like it didn't change me. Like yesterday it made me feel better, but today I'm I'm back in the, the bad place. Well, the word of God is not meant to just stay in our minds. It's meant to really become something experiential in our hearts and our lives. That's that's what the Bible's all about. It's what Jesus is all about. It's what God's all about. Like, He's not about like, I want to give you this great information so that you can really know more about me and tell people about the knowledge. No, no. So he wants to actually cause the knowledge in our head to become knowledge in our heart and our spirit. And what that means is when you have a knowledge in your heart, it means that you know something that if somebody was to debate you on it and you were to lose the debate, it wouldn't change your heart knowledge. It's like if, if you love someone so much, you love your child and somebody comes and tells you how terrible your child is, <laughs> it's not going to change the fact that you love your child because you love your child because it's bigger than knowledge. It's a heart knowledge. And God wants the the knowledge in our brain to become knowledge in our heart. And so you've, I've just shared this word with you about perseverance and take, you know, regarding it as joy when we walk through a trial. But now we want God to take that beautiful word and actually make it fire in our hearts so that we can know him, we can know this word in our hearts. So I'm going to walk you through an encounter and just so you know, like I don't even know what I'm doing right now because I have no understanding of where we're going in this. But we're going to trust Holy Spirit. And so Holy Spirit, we just thank you. We come to you. Lord, we thank you that you are my, our teacher. You're our teacher right now. So you're my teacher. So guys, as I lead you on this, I'm going to lead you in as if I am you. So I'm going to say my, but it's so that you can like pray along with me. And so that you understand like this is about you. It's about what God's doing in your life. So Lord, I just thank you that you are my teacher. I thank you that you're my teacher. And I ask you to put your hand on my spirit right now. And I see the Lord putting his hand on a fire, a burning fire inside you. Wow, I see a fire and it's hot. <laughs> and God is putting his hand on your fire. And it's this fire. It's it's a fire, but the Lord's like, I feel him like, I want to increase this. I want to make it roaring because I see a flame and it's hot. But the Lord wants to put some roar in that fire. He wants to increase it. So I actually feel like the fire is your joy level. And there's a fire there. There is a flame. It hasn't gone out. It's there. 
But God, he's, he's doing something and he's put his hand on that fire. And I just see, as he put, and just like go with me in your imagination. Let the Lord just imagine this because God's given you an imagination so that you can imagine things with him. That's why he gave you an imagination. So like just put, just picture that your, that his, his hand is on your fire. This is your joy. Wow. And his hand is, is hot like your fire, but his hand is getting hotter and hotter on your fire and I'm seeing his hand getting hotter and hotter until wow his hand is turning into pure fire it's like now his hand is a fire it's like I can see the fingers (laughs) of flames but this is the hand of the Lord and he's on your joy fire and his fire is joy and wow as he's touching like your fire starting to catch his fire right now (laughs) and your joy is starting to increase wow and he's just starting to increase your fire Wow, and the joy is increasing, and the things that have tried to rob your joy, I even feel like there's there's been like a weakness, almost like a um, like a weakening of the the joy. Sometimes, like um, there's maybe been a weakness that has tried to hit your joy, but like the Lord's strengthening that, and I just even see that scripture that says, um, there's a scripture that says, a burning wick will he not snuff out a smoldering wick sorry it says a smoldering wick will he not sm- uh, snuff out a broken reed he will not break and so there's there's maybe a weakness that you may be sensing like wow this is painful there's a weakness and the lord's like i am not going to break you i am not going to snuff you out i am not judging weakness I'm strengthening weakness. I'm strengthening what you feel is weak in you. I'm strengthening that weakness and I'm making you strong. And the thing that you've always felt was a weakness, I am going to strengthen that with my strength. And my strength is going to come into your weakness and cause your weakness to fire up. And so that people who look at your life are going to think, wow, you're so strong. And you're going to go, yes, but if you only knew the story, like it's not my strength, like I'm actually weak in that area, but God has made me strong. That is going to be your story. And I feel like there's something specific on your joy. And I think that there might have been like some trials that have tried to rob the joy from your life. Yeah. And God is saying, you know what, in that trial, like I've made you strong and I'm making you strong. Even if you're in the middle of the heat of something, a bad, a bad trial, God is making you strong in that and he's increasing the joy level. And now I just see that his hand has actually become <laughs> his fires mixed with your fire and there's just a big fire in you and this is this is you this is you roaring fire of joy and it's your joy mixed with his joy because his joy i hear these words his joy completes me like i feel like the lord the joy of the lord completes your joy where your joy is lacking he completes your joy and the crazy thing is that your joy completes him he finds his joy in you too and there's just this roaring joy in you. And I just feel like the Lord has strengthened you right now. And they're able to go out with joy and be led forth with peace. And that the things around you will rejoice in you. The mountains and hills will, will break forth before you. There will be shouts of joy. And the trees of the field will clap their hands. So where there was a feeling maybe where you've repressed yourself and where you've kind of become passive maybe in certain areas. Like the Lord is saying, okay, go out with joy now. Like it's time, like you can actually go out and rejoice because now you're going to be received with joy. And where you felt like maybe you were you were rejected and spurned or like you felt like you couldn't go out with joy, whatever that means to you, 
Like the joy of the Lord is your strength and he's bringing that back to you to the very point where you're able to go out and be seen and have a smile and joy in your step and go out and do the thing that you love to do. If you're creative, you're going to start creating again. If you're a writer, (laughs) you're going to start that poetry. If you have blogs, you're going to start doing that. If you make videos, you're going to start doing that. I even feel like some of you, like you don't like to look in the mirror, but you're going to start looking in the mirror and seeing yourself. Your form is beautiful and your face is good. And you're going to see God sees you as beautiful and good. And he doesn't see you as something that he turns his head away from, his face away from. But he looks at you fully. His face fully looks at you. And there's fire in his face. And the sun and the shining comes from his face. And actually, that son of God shines on you so that your face is covered with sunlight. And you know, when the Bible says that God's face shines on you, (laughs) he's talking about his favor when it says that may the Lord lift up his face and shine upon you. It's his favor. And you know what that does? It makes others see you and they see favor on your life. They see, they see brightness in you. They don't know what it is, but they're drawn to you. And where you'd normally not have favor, God gives you favor. And I even feel like some of you listening to this are going to get job promotions or ministry promotions or upgrades in certain areas because People who are there, placed there to help you, maybe haven't helped you, they haven't seen who you really are, but God is putting favor on you. So for some reason, they're just going to have favor on you and it's going to be the Lord and that he's going to bring you to promotion to your next level. I just want you to know, don't measure your life by what's going on in the world, by what's going on in the news, by what's going on in the economy. Don't measure your wallet according to the economy. Don't measure your relationships according to what you see around you. Listen, listen. God's ways are higher. You are his elect, his few. He is favoring you. And so trust him. You may be going through a season now where you don't feel favor. Trust him. The favor is coming. The favor is on your life. Wow. He's so good to you. I want you to just know right now, like you are loved so much. You're so treasured. And you're going to start coming into the agreement with understanding how loved you are. So guys, Take the fire. You've got fire all over you. You've got a torch in your hand like the Olympian. You're going to go and <laughs> you're going to light others up with that fire. You're going to run with this and you're going to light others up and you're going to be unstoppable. So you go out with joy now. Be led forth with peace and the mountains, the hills, the jobs, your friends, your family, everything around you is going to break forth before you with shouts of joy because you are the one that God has chosen in the season. So God bless you and have this amazing day and weak.